Podcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dubac Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, TJ Bowser and Jared Bachman Stubbs. You got knocked the fuck out, man! What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Dubac Discussion Podcast. This is your host, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always is Jared, the Dark Jedi. Hey, guys, how's it going? Today is January 22nd, 2019, and we got a great show for you guys today. Uh, We got Mando News. We got a rant by old Jared. New Age of Uh, Comics. Count Dooku's coming to Battlefront 2, motherfucker. Uh, res- Fuck yes. Star Wars Resistance mid-season trailer, uh, some new books, a couple emails, and maybe an announcement at the end if, we, if we're feeling it. So uh, Ooh. we'll talk about it. Uh, let's get this show on the road and let's talk about Jared's week. Uh, my past week, uh, pretty fun. Um, I got to go to the Toddies, which is the award ceremony that the Geyer Performing Arts Center does for all the people who do theater up there. It was a really good time. Um, I was in the production of Hunchback of Notre Dame this past summer. We won a few awards. It was great to see everybody again. It was a great time. And that clip at the beginning was me nearly being knocked the hell out by accident by my brother's best friend. Um, He was goofing around and dancing around, and I tried to sneak up on him. And he, like, anime windmill punched me in the fucking face, not realizing I was behind him. So... In case you were wondering what in the hell that was, <laughs> that was your that was your friendly neighborhood dark Jedi almost getting knocked the fuck out. Man, you just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I didn't really do much this week other than spend time with Taryn, spend time with Sarah, and I saw Taylin last week too. Uh, but other than that. Working, dealing with this goddamn snow. Looks like Hoth outside right now. And, you know, just oh, overall. So you got hit. You got hit. You oh, got yeah. hit hard then. Yeah, it's cold. It, it's, there's snow and it's cold. Dude, there is barely. I mean, it's cold for in Latro, but it is. there's not much snow out here. Mm. I know Alexis, her, she got buried in. And really? Altoona, like they were barely able to get out of there. And like her fucking dorm flooded. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like Altoona got, got the shit kicked out of it. It got fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. For real though. So we're gonna uh our show's our show format's different today, guys, so just kind of bear with us. Uh new format, just trying trying her out, adding new things, taking things away, just seeing what works, what doesn't, you know? Always making it better for our fans. Our very loyal fans at that. Very. Uh so we let's do some curio cool. Uh What's yeah. Okay. So in Zillion, Pennsylvania, there's a little shop. It's an art and collectible store called Curio Cool. Uh, you can find it on Facebook. Uh, just search uh, Curio Cool. That's uh, C-U-R-I-O-C-O-O-L. They normally have uh, booths at Steel City Comic Con. Uh, check them out. The owner is Jason and his wife, Jason Shore, Shore and his wife. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name because I'm horrible at that. 
But anyway, moving on to our new segment. This week's listener spotlight is a fan, a supporter, and a friend of the show, uh, Chad Stiller. He's a trucker that's out on the road, and I'm pretty sure he listened to our podcasts. Uh, <laughs> I work with his daughter, and she's just as lovely as he is. And I appreciate your support, Chad. And uh, enjoy this week's show. So another one more thing before we get on with the normal news. Our fan and friend, Willie O'Haran. I think that's how you say his name, right, Jared? Uh, what was that? Willie O'Haran. Say it again. Yeah. Okay. Jump started his YouTube channel, uh, and he just released his first impression reel, and we'll play that for you now uh, with our live reactions to these. (laughs) So let's give it a listen, guys. Size matters not. Look at me. Just be by my size, do you? Hmm? Hmm. It will you should not. For my ally is a force. I have powerful ideas. Life creates. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us. And binds us. Luminous beings are we. Not this cruel matter. You must. Feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. Yes, even between land and the ship. Fear is a path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. No, I am your father. It is too late for me, son. Look, your worshipfulness, let's get one thing straight. I take orders from just one person, me. Never tell me the odds. Hello there. Hello there. Never. (laughs) I'll never turn to the dark side. You failed, your highness. I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,721. Goodness. Han Solo. It is I, C-3PO. You probably don't recognize me because of the red arm. Charming to the last. <laughs> you don't know how hard I found it signing the order to terminate your life. You may fire when ready. <laughs> Hello, what have we here? <laughs> Welcome, I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm the administrator of this facility. Who might you be? I can feel your anger. I am defenseless. Take your weapon. Strike me down with all of your hatred, and your journey towards the dark side will be complete. That's a trap. Jisar, or the Chewbacca. He's no good to me dead. I'll show you the dark side. The mighty Kylo Ren. When I found you, I saw what all masters lived to see. Raw, untamed power. And beyond that, (laughs) something truly special. The potential of your bloodline. A new Vader. 
I love it. Fuck it's yeah. Fantastic. I could listen to his Yoda all day. Right? Oh, his fucking Tarkin was the tits. The like, biggest yeah. of the tits. His Yoda and his Lando were my favorites. Mm-hmm. The Lando one got me pregnant. Like, I heard that and I was like, ooh. That Snoke legit yeah. gave me chills when he said raw power. I was like, oh. Yeah. Fucking got to beat down my dick now. Ah! Uh, oh my God. That scared the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> I thought, it was, I thought I was getting attacked. Like I like, like it sounded like the Wah! came from somewhere else, oh. and then it was all over for me. <laughs> I can't even. That's great. I love our show. So, Jared, take us away. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So, making Star Wars is reporting. Wait, wait. Is what a- is the website? It is making Star Wars. It is not the making Star Wars news net. <laughs> the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour of Star Wars news. Okay. Um, Actually, see who wrote but, this? Not Jason. Oh, there you go. It's Amanda. Um, yeah. So the rumor is that there is going to be a secret Mandalorian enclave in the Mandalorian. Um. So... Uh, Amanda Ward reports as I was recently discussing the Mando's costume and how it changes over the course of the series the source asked me if I was aware that his suit uses Scarif Trooper parts and I was the source then asked if I was aware that as the story goes on he ends up with Death Trooper parts which I was not aware of I asked if the pieces are black and they responded that the costume moved towards a chrome look like the helmet that we've seen in the first photo released of him Okay. I didn't really get my question answered there, but it seems like the costume evolves from what we've been seeing from seeing so far into something more up design. Supposedly there's a secret enclave of Mandalorians our hero is affiliated with. It is in this enclave that an armorer resides. It appears this woman is the key to his major upgrades. It almost sounds like she's Q from James Bond for our hero. (laughs) But it might be overstepping with that comparison. I love that idea, though. Right. It isn't clear how much of the costume is older Mandalorian armor and how much he's acquired in his adventures or misadventures, especially as the story moves on. But I did see him fighting a lot of Death Troopers, and I'm assuming that's where he gets those pieces. This is kind of cool when you think about how think about it as the Empire dying post Return of the Jedi and Rogue One Death Troopers are about to become a thing of the past that he carries into the new era. It also sounds like that Enclave is going to be really inspiring for future Star Wars content. I keep hearing that there is a lot of Mandalorian culture building up through this Enclave in the series, as his armor is upgraded through five stages. We learn things about Mando culture. It isn't clear if we go, it goes beyond what we know from the Clone Wars and Rebels, but I'm guessing that some of it will be reiterated and developed in the series. On a side note, it seems like all classic aliens from the original trilogy era are back. We've seen Jawas and some Last Jedi era aliens. But it goes further than that. Someone's saying that there are vintage action figures that are going to turn up. Ooh, give me an Ithorian. Mm-hmm. So in addition to lots of classic aliens, that's a hammerhead for you old heads. Um, so in addition to a lot of classic aliens, there's a woman who is an Amando armorer. They use Death Trooper parts to forge some pieces. And we'll have lots of Mando culture building. I'm still hoping for some specifics on that culture stuff as it seems like a no-brainer. 
That said, secret Mando enclaves with Mando armor sounds pretty badass. Star Wars The Mandalorian will premiere this year on Disney Plus streaming service. I'm beyond excited. I really like this. This sounds really cool. Um, upon reading this, I liked the Q comparison with the James Bond mythos. But the idea that I really liked hearing was, uh-oh, TJ sent me a Snapchat. Get closer to the mic. How about this? Does this work? Perfect. Okay. I did, Like I said, I know how sensitive the mic is, and I'm not trying to blow it out. Um, what I re- My mind kind of went to the uh, – kind of like the secret hitman society in the John Wick movies. Okay. And something analogous to that and like ma- – like, and I don't know – I don't quite have the words to describe how that is. But if you're familiar with the John Wick films, I kind of like the idea of the galactic underworld kind of falling into that mold and just kind of being like a second almost hidden society. That like everybody's aware that these criminals are kicking around, mm-hmm. but nobody understands it's like how deep their network is. Mm-hmm. And I really like the idea that like there's just that like it's that kind of thing going on with this armor. Or um, I also like the idea that the Mandalorian just kind of goes around and picks shit up as he goes. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, no, this is really cool news though. I'm looking forward to. I hope hopefully this. I mean, not the Star making Star Wars is wrong ever practically. Um, I really I really hope that this is uh, right on the money with some of this stuff because this sounds really cool. Oh, I agree completely. And this opens the door to seeing so many cool fucking things. And exactly. Yeah. I mean, it just gets us even more hyped up for the show that we were already hyped up for. Uh, I just like to tell Jason Ward, uh, if you're listening, thank you for such close Mandalorian news. We've literally for real seriously. That's every fucking day. We got something new coming on here and it's just absolutely amazing. We appreciate the work that you do for the community and for other Star Wars uh, podcasters out there. Thank you, Jason. Agreed. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, makingstarwars.net. Okay, next one is... Oh, I'll talk about this. <laughs> so, Jason Ward again <laughs> says, they have an interesting detail or two about the Star Wars The Mandalorian. The details pertain to the ship, the Manda pilots in the series. With the visual details we've heard not really being reportable, as it's hard to write about something that we haven't been well, we haven't seen it. I hope to see it soon, but until then. Wow, I like your new mic. If, you got, if, you, uh, if our listeners can tell that uh, Jared got a new mic, because that cough was super clear. Uh, <laughs> sorry, you didn't want to cut that out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, we I'm don't edit anything on allergies. this podcast. But, but yeah, but that's fucking gross. <laughs> But, but until here it is what I've gleaned about the Mandalorian ship sources keep saying that the show is about five years after ROTJ at this point. So we might be a year or two further in the timeline than we once thought. The reason this is notable is the ship the Mandalorian flies is rumored to be Clone Wars era craft. This is like that guy who like still drives around like a 1979 <laughs> Buick that's like about to fall the fuck apart. Right. But it's the Mandalorian in a starfighter. Yep. An old fucking Clone Wars. So an in other words, the ship, ship is pretty old. Okay, we just said that. 
Uh, Jason believes the ship is called the Razor Crest, which just sounds fucking badass. It's so edgy. I love it. But it's so edgy. There is an off chance that it is the title of the ship design itself. Like it's a Razor, Cla- Razor Crest class ship or something, you know? Okay. okay. And apparently it has the ability to carbon crest. freeze also. All right. Uh, all right. I like it. But I don't think it, he's freezing Jorgen fruit or for safe transport across the galaxy. Carbon freezing always makes a bit makes me a bit queasy as I like to be special for Han Solo and the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Isn't that true? See, I'm not going to read the whole article, but uh, yeah, I like the, the whole idea of like the carbon freezing chamber and stuff. Uh, and they did say that there was Nick Nolte was playing an Ugnaught. And normally whenever you see carbon freezing chambers, what are around them, Jared? Ugnaught. Okay, so Nick Nolte literally just might be on his ship to helm the uh, the carbon freezing chamber for captors or, you know what I'm talking about, for bounties or whatever this guy does. Uh, yeah, it's a really cool idea and I'm super pumped to see it. Uh, I hope they do the traditional rectangle carbon freeze that way it's uh, more since everyone knows like the the ESB Han Solo carbonite freezer. Yeah. Thing. Uh, it's iconic at this point, you know? Well, I kind of like the idea what he said about like I like that being like a special thing that they only did the Han. Yeah. Because of how prominent Jabba is and like the amount of people of, was like was was and how like how many people of note in the underworld came in and out of Jabba's palace. Uh-huh. I kind of like the idea that they went, huh, carbon-freezing people. God damn, that's clever. I'm going to look into that. So I kind of like the idea that the like maybe the Mandalorian heard about it and mm-hmm. went, I think I'm going to do that too. Okay. So now he has some like ghetto-ass rig in his starfighter that he needs the help of an Ugnaught to actually keep from exploding. As played by Nick Nolte. So I kind of like the idea that, like, the carbon freezing is special and it is connected to Han, but mostly just because people went, wow, that's a really good idea. I'm going to steal that. Okay. So I think that's how you can kind of have your carbonite cake and eat it, too. I agree with that. Fucking A. But yeah, I like the, I like the sound of this. And, you know, um, Star Wars... The technology does not age much in this franchise. No, it does um, not. You know, if you... An argument can be made that the Millennium Falcon is nearly like 60 years old at this point. Okay. And it's still flying and fighting in galactic... Fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy, baby. Yeah, that's right. And that's what I'm saying. Is like, you know, maybe just because the ship is old as hell doesn't necessarily mean it's a piece of junk. But by the same token, it'd just be like, yeah, this was shoddily made and paid for on the cheap because a terrorist organization was using it. And this probably wasn't meant to be used 30 years later, but here I am. <laughs> right. But no, I really like the sound of it. This is really cool. Yeah, me too. Uh, so there's a rumor that we might actually see some footage of Mando. I can only hope so. Uh you want to talk about that yeah um vanity fair is uh saying that we might be seeing some footage um or variety rather i don't want to say vanity fair a uh, variety um variety editor specifically todd spangler 
As we mentioned, an interesting nugget of information from Disney as the company plans to reveal footage of their Disney Plus content to investors. While Spangler does not specifically say anything about The Mandalorian, many outlets have presumed that the show, which will be one of 2019's biggest offerings on Disney Plus, will be a part of the footage shown. This tweet reads as follows. Disney says it will demo Disney Plus as its Investor's Day at its Investor's Day on April 11th, including a first look at some of the original content for the uh, streaming video on demand service. Um, odds are, we're, I mean, if we don't get a trailer or something for the Mandalorian before Celebration, yeah, we're definitely getting a trailer at Celebration. However, I would not be surprised if the footage is a Celebration exclusive. Or maybe even they show the first episode at Celebration, like they've done with uh, um, Rebels. And they just show the first episode or whatever at Celebration exclusively and then go from there. Um, No, TJ, I'm not hitting my face off of the mic. Um, I was kind of gesturing with my phone in my hand reading the the article (laughs) and I hit my watch off of the table as I did that a couple times. Oh, I thought Um, you were like bumping the microphone or something. No, 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 no. I was, I kind of gesticulated and my watch kind of grazed my desk a few times. Oh, okay. Um, I love the text. I, I, I w- this is why I wish we had a video feed for some of these sometimes. Right? Because it would just be, you just see my phone light up, and be like, "Oh, hey, what's going on?" Oh, she just told me to f- shut the fuck up. Or, you know, um, checks and balances, no. Jared. Checks and balances. Checks and balances. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, we're we're almost certainly going to be seeing a trailer at least by celebration, um, or at celebration, and I'm hopeful that we get some amount of footage beyond a trailer but i wouldn't be surprised if they just give us a little bit or if they either way pilot make sure you uh make sure you check dobackdiscussion.net that week uh jared and i will be at still city con that weekend yeah but we will still be publishing articles we will still be covering everything (laughs) that happens at celebration we are busy people we're gonna make it happen you don't worry about it if, it, if, if we do get to see The Mandalorian or we get anything about it, you guys will be the first to know. So just look at our Facebook page, yeah. check up on our website during that week, and I'm sure you'll be happy with what uh, what we put out. You know what we should do? What would you like to do, Jared? We should have the Celebration live stream going at our booth. We could do that. And uh, see if, like – See if we could like bring a TV with us and like hook up a laptop or a console or whatever and just have the live stream that they do just playing the whole time. Agreed. That, that way we can keep up with the news. We can catch the uh, help me the panels. Yes. Like, we'll, like everybody will get to experience all of their Star Wars wants and needs right there. It's either that or they notice that the front of our booth says The Last Jedi was great, changed my mind, and they completely ignore <laughs> the fact that we have an awesome booth and go over and sit down and try to argue with me. So, <laughs> no, no, you have the ultimate Last Jedi defender. <laughs> that fight is mine now. You, can, you, <laughs> when you brought me into this. You, you signed a document that said Jared gets to fight about The Last Jedi. <laughs> of eternity. Hand in Jared, hand, we will that, take down toxic fandom. 
that is, that is that is the hill that I will die on happily is defending that goddamn movie and Raylo. Listen to the Raylo deep dive. By the way. I I really hope that you bring your Kylo Ren lightsaber so if things get heated, you just like lowly, like slowly, like put it up on the desk and just like make eye contact with them. I'm not already dressed as Kylo at that point. Like, is the long hair and the scar across my face just? I killed Han Solo. I swear to God <laughs> that at some point during your argument with someone, I'm going to look over and did you get a new deodorant smell, Jared? Is that, what is that, SJW? <laughs> it's Social Justice by Disney. Why, thank you. <laughs> These fucking toxic fans kill me. 60% of the time, it works every time. time. So, uh, before we move on to our next topic, I uh, just want to give you guys a little... Warning! Warning! Jared Ran Alert! Warning! Warning! Okay. So, recently, I thought this already happened. Like, I thought this was already a done deal that, like, Disney said. The Skywalker lightsaber is officially being referred to as Rey's. So I thought this was already an issue that we that was already over and done with. But apparently it's not. So in the past week, um, last week, TJ and I both felt like ass and we just couldn't record. I was coughing and sneezing worse than I was than I am right now. So it would have been impossible and TJ wasn't feeling up to it. So we would have talked about this last week, but there are still people bitching and meaning this to this day. So we need to talk about it. If you are upset by Disney branding the quote-unquote Skywalker lightsaber as Rays, and this is something that you are legitimately upset about and are saying that they quote-unquote stole it from Anakin, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, none of the – A, the same – this same argument was made whenever people started referring it to Anakin's lightsaber instead of Luke's. Instead of just calling it Luke's first lightsaber, they started calling it Anakin's. The old heads were probably agitated. No, no, they probably weren't because they were reasonable fucking people. But an argument can be made that they could be fucking agitated by that. And be like, well, it's, it's Luke's lightsaber. What the hell? He has two. He has the blue one and then the green one. And then calling it the Skywalker lightsaber or the legacy lightsaber, personally, I think is more appropriate. And perhaps... If Rey builds her own new lightsaber for episode nine, then go back to calling it Anakin's lightsaber or the Skywalker lightsaber. Yes, me personally, I would prefer that it stay referred to as Anakin's lightsaber, mostly because I want to see Rey have her own. But quite frankly, if Rey just rebuilds this lightsaber, at that point, she is the only person to have used that lightsaber and continue using it. Anakin went through three. He had his Attack of the Clones lightsaber, and then he had the one that he has in Revenge of the Sith, and then he had a couple of lightsabers as Darth Vader. And same thing with Luke. He used the blue one until he got lost his hand, and then he started using the green one, and the green one is known as Luke's. Rey would be the only person to, for some reason, lose that lightsaber in some way, shape, or form, and then just continue to keep using it after repairing it or whatever. Stop 
trying to say that Disney is taking away Star Wars for you. This is a, this is so fucking mundane. Call it Anakin's lightsaber if you still want to. Everyone will know what the fuck you're talking about. I've never said Anakin's lightsaber, and people even bring up his Attack of the Clones lightsaber. Everybody thinks of the Graflex, which is what every saber company refers to it as. Like Ultra Sabers and Saber Forge and Vader's Vault, everybody just calls it the Graflex. I call it the Graflex. You know, like I understand this idea that it belongs to Anakin and everybody associates it with Anakin. But this is just like, why is it a big deal to you? Just still call it Anakin's lightsaber. Everyone's going to know what you're talking about. I don't understand why people are so upset about this. Like, it's it's this constant. Like, everybody wants to find a reason to be angry at Disney, and it's fucking annoying at this point. Like, it, it's it's mundane shit like this, where like this is the hill that you're gonna die on. That like you are choosing to make this your championed fight. That you're just it's it's Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber, damn it! And back in my day, no women wanted this lightsaber. It was it was a man's lightsaber. You killed children with this lightsaber. Like, give me a small fucking break. Like, I don't understand why this is such a big deal. TJ, am I crazy? No, I don't think you're crazy. I think what it is is just it's the man babies taking over, really. because in all reality that's all they are is neckbeard fucks who have nothing better to do with their lives and sit on the internet and complain about a movie that isn't their headcanon so yeah i I don't get it i don't get it like anakin has three lightsabers that he's more technically more than three because he went through a couple as vader but like Anakin has a plethora of lightsabers he's used in his life. Mm-hmm. But when you say Anakin's lightsaber, everybody thinks of the Graflex. And again, like, let's be real here. More kids are going to think of this lightsaber as Rey's. My little sister. And again, I own two different versions of the Graflex. I have the one from Ultra Sabers, and I have the Force FX replica that came in a box that said Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber. Now, both there were two times very early on whenever Kira was first getting into Star Wars where she saw those lightsabers and referred to them as rays. And I said, well, actually, this is the cool thing. I said, this used to be Luke's. And she said, oh, yeah, that's the blue one he had when he Vader cut his hand off. I said, that's right. I said, you know who used it before that? She said, who? So this was Anakin's. I said, this is Anakin's before Luke had it. And I said, this is the lightsaber that Obi-Wan picks up whenever Anakin catches fire and everything. And I, I, I kind of goof around with Kira from time to time. Like She'll see that lightsaber. I'll be like, whose is that? And she goes, Luke's and Ray and Anakin. Wait. Like, it's 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 the it's community lightsaber. Like it's it is. More kids are going to know that this is Ray's because that's their character. The same way that the fan generation before me said that that was Luke's lightsaber, and my generation go no, that belongs to Anakin. This generation is going to go no, that's Ray's. Everybody at this point 
each generation has a different person who owns that lightsaber. Stop being a dick about it. Just stop. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Call it Anakin's. Everyone will know what you mean. I agree with you. So in order to make you happy, I will talk about the next article and it will get you all fired up in a good way. So we got more age of comics coming, which Jared reviews all of. So if you want to check those out, do discussion.net, click on comics and books, check out his reviews. They are excellent. Thank you very much. But Marvel Star Wars Age of Rebellion, a special series of one shot written by Greg Pak, will celebrate rebel princess, Jedi masters and legendary heroes and villains from the time of the Galactic Civil War. Why the series doesn't launch until April, StarWars.com is excited to offer a first look at its kickoff titles. Firstly, we got Star Wars Age of Rebellion, Darth Vader. Star Wars Age of Rebellion special. And it seems to have IG-88 Yoda, uh, Porkins, and Wedge. Is that correct? Porkins and Biggs. Biggs, sorry. Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, which I'll probably buy, and Princess Leia. And may I just um, say, she uh, looks stunning in that artwork. I, I love that costume. She looks Very like Han Solo slash Padme-esque. Yeah, I was going to say, she looks like her mother. Um, I actually think that these are being re- re- released reversed. I think Leia's first. I think it was Leia Tarkin Vader special or special Vader. Okay. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Because with Age of Republic, if they're going to keep with how they did it, they did like the first three or four issues and then released the special. Mm-hmm. So did they specify in here what the, what the release order is or are they saying no, there's no that, release like, order? No. Okay. Cause like they were listed Leia Tarkin special Vader. Mm-hmm. And like, that's how I had them in the Instagram post that we made for do back. In the Facebook post, but I'm not 100% sure what the release order is, like I said, but I want to say that the special is going to be last of this bunch. But I'm really I'm really excited for this. Um, I've been loving the Age of Republic comics. If you guys have been reading the reviews, I don't know if we planned on talking about Age of Republic on the air today or not. Um, but this series has been fantastic so far. Um as somebody who doesn't much care for like the scoundrel scum and villainy type stuff, I, I can what? I play a baby crying sample. Plug Baraxi. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Baraxi has been covering this stuff too. Um, I was gonna say that, and then I like got completely confused about what was happening for a second, and I got incredibly lost. Um, no, Baraxi has been covering this stuff a lot as well. They are comic guys through and through. Um, that's more their bread and butter. Um, I'm a big comic book guy myself, and I kind of appointed covering Age of Republic to myself. Mm-hmm. But definitely check out Bro Axiom as well. We, we post every we post their videos times. every Tuesday on our page. So yeah, and if you go to dobackdiscussion.net, uh, their playlist plays on our homepage. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I didn't know that. We are uh, affiliates with them, I guess now. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Lord Tyrannus, I'll let you take it away. 
Oh man, I am so excited. I actually um, stopped reading the uh, community transmission about this because I wanted to read it live on the air. Oh, look at you. So tomorrow morning, we are going to be receiving Count Dooku himself um, to Battlefront 2. So this is the uh, community transmission from EA Dice. We're kicking off 2019 with the arrival of Count Dooku and some changes to Geonosis. We'll be making Geonosis available in a section of other game modes, including Arcade. The update is scheduled to release on January 23rd. As a certain Sith Lord once said, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> uh, it also has another quote. This bitch better be graceful. Step ahead of us, Dooku, always seems. Master Yoda. The master duelist, Count Dooku, excels at close quarters combat with a lightsaber and can deflect lightsabers easier than other lightsaber heroes. While his skill with the lightsaber are to be feared, opponents will also be wise to avoid his lightning stun ability, where he can quickly unleash a blast of lightning. Opponents caught in the blast radius will be thrown to the ground. Calculating and confident, you should approach Count Dooku with caution. Dooku will be available to unlock via credits only, costing 35,000 credits. And then we have his abilities here. Which are? Lightning stun. Okay. Dooku unleashes a very quick lightning stun that throws an enemy to the ground. The damage is reduced for each extra target up to a maximum of five targets. Okay. That's that's reasonable. Okay. Yeah, yeah I like that. Expose weakness. This ability targets a single opponent and causes them to become affected by a number of detrimental effects. Anyone targeted by exposed weakness will have their movement slowed, will okay. receive increased damage from all attacks. They will be become highlighted for Dooku through the duration of the ability. Fuck yeah. Should the target be defeated by one of Dooku's attacks while exposed weakness is active, the cooldown is instantly refreshed. What? So it kind of keeps in... Um, I don't... Oh, okay. I'm super into like lightsaber combat and the seven forms and everything. Mm -hmm. And Dooku is like the poster boy for form two Makashi, <laughs> which is basically like European style fencing. Oh, it's fucking and I really glorious. Like, and it, it, I really like the fact that this like focuses on the fact that Dooku leans towards one-on-one -on -one sword engagements. And I really like that uh, little emphasis there. Did you see what happened? Oh, I'll talk about Duelist, please. This is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. I didn't read it yet. Oh Duelist. God. This ability begins by Dooku raising his lightsaber up to his face. Oh, oh my god! This ability begins by <laughs> raising his lightsaber up to his face and then down to his side, readying himself for combat. Once activated, Duelist will improve his lightsaber attack speed and damage for a short time. <laughs> the last line. While active, Dooku will be able to change his attack sequence. Now dueling with one hand <laughs> behind his back. Oh my god. Oh, this is amazing. This is incredible. <laughs> oh. I love that so much. Fan no, service that's, that's delivered. That's exactly what I was saying. Makashi, <laughs> like, like the, the seven forms thing, that little thing that he does in Attack of the Clones where he like brings it up and he does like the figure eight and everything. Yeah. That, that's called the Makashi salute. Like that's actually, that's a part of it. Like because it's like traditional fencing. Like that's why he does it to Yoda because he's like because Yoda knows all seven forms. Mm -hmm. Like that was him just kind of like courting the duel to Yoda. That's fucking sick. That is so cool. Um, his dodge is on a shorter cooldown than as it should be. With more charges available, 
making him a formidable foe for anyone that goes up against him in close quarters combat. As he should have. I think that's yeah. that's required. Uh, if you guys want to read the rest of the community transition, it is available on the Battlefront forums. Uh, I was going to say, real quick, uh, yes. I was going to go through the star cards. Um, There's a lot. That's why I said. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, but uh, victory poses and appearances. Yes, do that. Okay. Um, Sith Lord is his default appearance, uh, which is him in his like outfit with the cape and everything. Yeah, just stand up. Um, I'm sure we'll get more as more. You know, yeah, as he's as supposed to come in. He's also supposed to have a second appearance called Dark Ritual. Oh, his hood's is, up. No, 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 no. It's um, the outfit that he wears in Sacrifice, like the season six last episode. Oh, okay. Where like it's Sidious's like little Sith ritual thing. Oh, okay. Then he has like the armor on his shoulders. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, makes sense. His victory poses are I am superior, you should reconsider, unimpressed, and not worth the effort. Also, when you read the emotes, I would like you to do a Dooku voice. Okay. Uh, he has a – these four emotes are foolish, which is his line, brave but foolish, boy. Um, looking forward. I've been looking forward to this. Powerful. I've become more powerful than any I've Jedi. I've become more powerful than you. any Jedi. And then control. The Sith control everything. I love it. Oh, my um, God. Ooh. His voice lines. Oh, okay. We'll do this, and then we'll move on to the next thing. Uh, there's other patch notes and stuff, but shoot yeah. them in my um, audio receptors, baby. Yeah, but this is really cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to all of this stuff. Um, and like TJ said, they have all the patch notes for all the classes and other heroes that they're tweaking. Um, Did Chewie get buffed again? I fucking hope not. Let me check. Because uh, they, they nerfed him in the last update. Fix an issue where Chewbacca would occasionally be able to use the slam ability twice while pressing the ability button at the end of the ability animation. So no, they just fixed a glitch. Cock My suckers. only concern with Count Dooku is the fact that like this only kind of supports the really agitating stun meta. Uh-huh. Where like everything is just the constant stuns. Um in heroes versus villains. Geonosis is now available on Blast, HVV, and Custom Arcade. Yeah, I saw that one as well. I'm excited for that. Oh, that's fucking sick. Okay, yeah, read these voice lines, dude. <laughs> Hold on, I lost it. I'll come back to it. Count Dooku of Sereno, at your service. It is obvious that this contest cannot be decided by our knowledge of the Force, but by our skill with a lightsaber. Hope is something we cannot allow our enemy to possess. I did not bring you to flirt about like some toy Darian. <laughs> I would have thought you had learned your lesson. I am a slow learner. I love that scene. Tell me what you want and I will show you how the dark side can help you achieve it. Ignorance of the Force will not save you from it. Oh, I can't wait for tomorrow. I can't fucking wait. I know. I fucking love Dooku. Oh, I am so excited. After Gordon Moore, I'm definitely going to fucking be playing, man. I'm like low key gonna set my alarm to wake up at like five <laughs> in the morning to play the update. Like I'm right. not even joking. Right. Uh, I'm so excited for Duke Goo. We and are I'm gonna be jumping off the walls for Anakin next month. Right. That's your boy. So we are at a point where 
Star Wars Resistance is that a mid-season thing? You know, it's 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 the cool thing to do these days. So here's the trailer. <laughs> fighter to arrive here this week. You have such a tremendous interest in the First Order. Now that they are increasing their security presence on the Colossus, you must be thrilled. These guys aren't security. They're stormtroopers, and stormtroopers are only for one thing. Looks like there was a system here, but there's no star. Those planetoids, what could have done that? Pirates, scramble the aces! You need troops to protect your station, not racers. First Order will provide all aerial security. All racers are officially grounded. Are you serious? We need a plan. They could be preparing for war. That's why they want this station. Mm. Yes! Taking back the Colossus. Hit it, Cal! Hey, frowny faces! Kaz, <laughs> I'd fight alongside you any day. That is a truly amazing plan! We just saw an animated Hux. What the fuck? This is insane. So, so I, I, I don't know if you watched the trailer before now. or No, that was my it. first viewing. Okay, so I saw the trailer. I knew that the uh, First Order Hitler speech was coming. Um, <laughs> this makes me so excited for resistance i was lukewarm on resistance i never really got to watch much of it i was a little underwhelmed um just because like it's not the war i want to see the war i want to see the conflict i want to see the fighting um with the resistance in the first order and this excites the fuck out of me i am so excited for this i am so excited to know that like like it's kind of Kind of like the way that like the Darth Plagueis novel is so much fun because like you get to a point where it's happening at the same time as Phantom Menace and you're like, holy shit, crazy ass story happening just off camera. Or now we get that with Resistance and Force Awakens. Yeah. We're like, clear, like clearly some like because there's the speech like this is happening right in the middle of the Force Awakens. Like, for all we know, in the next couple episodes, while all of this craziness is going on, Poe and BB-8 have to leave at some point. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, like, hey, I have a mission on Jakku. I'll catch you guys later. Please be careful. See you later. 
Meanwhile, he's getting mind raped by Kylo Wait, Ren. Wait, Poe would have already been captured by the time that, that speech is going on. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is so like, this is a direct tie-in. This is fucking sick. That's what I'm saying. Like this is like the how the Plagueis novel is the Meanwhile, Phantom elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, Poe's getting fucking brain raped. This is awesome. This is fucking amazing. Oh. I, I'm really excited for the second half of Resistance, and I'm going to have to catch up. Fall's going to be Lady Titty. I'm, I'm all in now. I'm all in now. I will send uh, you links to watch it. I think I should be able to watch it with, like, Xfinity on demand. If not, I'll let you know. Uh, if you go to the Disney website and you just put in your Xfinity account, you can watch every episode on demand. Right I thought there. so. Yeah. yeah. Good shit. Good shit. That's all right. So. Yeah, um, I'm really excited for uh, the second half of season, the second half of the Resistance season one. Me too, buddy. Um, me too. Uh, we got books We uh, for our last uh, news article for the day. We have books. Uh, Alphabet Squadron was announced, which looks pretty late titty. It's uh, written by Alexander Freed. It's a trilogy, guys. There's a crossover series with our friends yep. at Marvel written by Jody Hauser, book one. Jody Hauser, who has written so much killer with zero filler in Age of Republic. Holy fuck balls. Apparently, Jody uh, she flies is in X-Wing. Incredible. I'm yeah. sorry. She's I an Imperial. You. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Yurika Quell, Imperial def- Defector. She flies an X-Wing. What's Alphabet Squadron doing? Tracking down a mysterious lethal force of TIE fighters. Do you think those are the TIE defenders? Um, or or perhaps. Like, thro- like Thrawn like secret ones? They're also good. But if they are the TIE defenders, they're going to have to come up with a reason why the TIE defenders weren't seen during the Battle of Endor. You're right. Hey, whatever Matt Martin and Pablo Hidalgo approved, man. What? Hey, yeah, yeah, totally. I'm just saying, like, they need to find a way, though, to be like, oh, they didn't put them there. But they were wait, busy, whatever. wait, I think I just confirmed. Who told them they could do that? New Republic General Harrison Dula. So Hopefully we get to see Jason. This is post-ROTJ? Yes. Okay. Because they're going after the remnant. Wow. Could you? We're getting so much post Lucas stuff now. This is so cool. We're filling in that gap which we needed to be filled in. Oh, that's so cool, man! I'm so excited for these books. Uh, we have a date or anything? Or I don't think we do quite yet. Just a little bit expanse on the news. Stay tuned. I'm super excited for, for this. this. Yeah. Oh, June 11th. Oh, we do? Okay, cool. Wait, no, TIE Fighter. There's another one called Star Wars TIE Fighter, which will be released in April, two months prior to Alphabet Squadron's first book, which will hit shelves on June 11th. So that's what's going to be going on. That is so awesome. I um, I really like the idea that Alphabet Squadron is kind of like... Wait, no. I think the TIE Fighter is like from their perspective, and then Alphabet Squadron is from the, the Rebellion's perspective or the Resistance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Um, what I'm really excited for, I really like the idea that Alphabet Squadron kind of feels like the A team. Yeah, right. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Pity no fool. <laughs> it's just like a big like uh, Dallas, like the Dexter Jetster Pong Krell type alien, but Mr. T. Obi Wan um, Kenobi. <laughs> Well, <laughs> what do you know? Uh, I love it. That was that was for uh, that was for a few of my friends who I know listen. Yeah. Um, 
sexual have uh, very sexual crushes on Dexter Jester. Um, that's what I want. Hey, Rule Thirty Four Internet out there, let me know if there's any Dexter Jester porn. I don't want to watch it. I just want to know if it, if it exists. <laughs> I just want to know. I don't need to experience it. I just need to know if it's there. Um, I'm really afraid that TJ's typing something into Google right now. I am not typing anything into Google. Okay, good. You got quiet, and I'm like, oh, no. What just listening to that beautiful voice of yours. <laughs> Thank you. But no, we're really excited for this. This is really cool. Um, this is the kind of canon shit I like to see. I want to see an Imperial story. Um, again, I like the Battlefront 2 campaign, but I feel like I got kind of cheated because I didn't get to see Iden Versio as an Imperial that much, and it kind of upset me. Yeah. But this should be fun. This should be good. I agree completely. So moving on to our emails, we have had three people uh, email us in this week. First one will be longtime listener, super fan of Dubek, the one. The only Royal Farm Boy. The God Don. TJ and Jared. It's Royal Farm Boy. So we're in the middle of another slow news week. (laughs) Ain't very much talk about except that story that Jason got rumors on about the Mandalorian's armor. Maybe it's mixing up some shore trooper stuff and some death trooper armor, and we'll see what that is. Um, thought come to my mind. Either Yun's two has any of the visual guides from any of the stories, and if and you do, what might be one that you find yourself going to the most? Lately, for me, it's been the Rogue One visual guide because there's so damn much good stuff in there. Um, another thought come to my mind. This here probably going to be a bit of a long message, but that's all right because we got a slow news week. Um, God, he loves our show. Jared, you done that show a couple weeks back with a friend of yours about your thoughts on Raylo. Now, me, I don't know where the hell I stand with that. So. <laughs> I just take it as a story told to me and every next story that's going to be told to me, I'll see what that is. But what you done was goddamn smart. I mean, really smart. That was good. And I went around, you you know, I listened to a shit ton of Star Wars podcasts all through the week. Must be 50 some. I got to have eight or 10 in my ears a day. But anyhow, yeah, I went and took that show around Twitter to some of the other Rayloers and their shows I listened to. And a couple of them is as smart as yours. And I didn't really get any kind of feedback to it. And I said, I know you've seen, I gave you a direct message in that Twitter verse asking you about doing talking and Madison things. I think you need to talk with that girl because she's super smart. And I mean, in her, what's it called? Theories. Give a couple of her past shows a listen. Go back to her catalog. And Marie Claire of What the Force. There's some really good. I ain't much about what ifs, but 
what you done and what them two each done on their own respective shows, I think you will very much enjoy them. And one last thing, because Jared, I know you're you're prequel generation. And one thing I love very much to do, even though I listen to all these different shows and they're individual shows, right? But what I always says is we're all in this fandom together, That's right? That's right. So let's all be yeah. in this fandom together. There's a new show out there called Jam Transmissions. They're going to be recording their ninth episode, and they're damn good. They lay it out just like you boys do, like bad motivators do, like Blue Harvest does. Give them a listen, too. They're going to be doing a show about the Phantom Menace, and they want other fans' thoughts, whatever you liked, favorited about it, maybe favorite scenes. Look them fellers up. It's Pete and Josh, Jam Transmissions. Send them a thing. Even tell them I sent you, because it would greatly make their <laughs> oh, day. I will. I will. I'll be like, oh, I'm hoping I'm making your day by sending you this here now. All right. Enough of my bullshitting. Get on with your show. <laughs> Hope to have you in my ear soon. Oh, my God. May the force be with both of you. Oh, God. We love oh, you. Right. Farm also, with you, Rural Farm Boy. Holy Jesus fuck. Christ, um, thank him. you very much for the compliments about the Raylo Deep Dive. Um, that was a lot of fun to record. Um, I, I do list, look forward to listening to some of uh, doing talking. Um, I uh, I kind of want to get like a Raylo Alliance going to kind of like just have of us all have all of us just kind of fangirl over Raylo for a couple hours. Um, I would like to get like Courtney Harkins and um, doing talking and some of the other pr- prominent Raylos together to all kind of talk about it and uh riff um but yeah no i i love hearing his messages so much they are so fun and they just make me happy oh i can't wait for steel city con in april i'm oh my god i'm not even gonna shake his hand i'm going for a hug time and a half right oh it's gonna be amazing there's gonna be pictures taken there's gonna be everything I, i think he's gonna love meeting us and he's gonna love meeting that crew and to answer your visual guide uh I believe oh, yeah, Tim, yeah. Tim, uh, Tim Keegan, the writer at DoBackDiscussion.net, currently on hiatus. Uh, he actually owns a lot of visual guides, and that's where my uh, – that's actually the first time I saw them. Is I was about 15, 16, and I was hanging out with Tim, and uh, he showed me these visual guides, and I'd never seen anything like that before. And I was just astounded about the amount of knowledge and information that was packed in these big ass fucking books, you know, and it's just so cool to to just take that little extra deeper dive, you know, into the Star Wars lore. And the fact that the Star Wars writers uh, take the time to go in and give every character a backstory that's on screen, give them all a purpose within the universe and in the galaxy. uh, I think it's just incredible. I currently have The Last Jedi. uh, Visual Dictionary, partly because I love uh, The Last Jedi, and in order for me to defend The Last Jedi properly, I like to know as much as I can about various characters. That way I can properly defend it whenever the issue does come up, because I'm I'm not really that 
because I also do other things. And I like to, you know, keep kind of refreshed on stuff before I go into an argument. And don't worry, people. Those of you who are listening at Steel City Con, you're going to have a blast with Jared and I this year. Just wait. <laughs> um, we should do a live show from Steel oh, City. We we will be doing a live show we, from Steel we, City. We need to record like from the floor of Steel City Con. I'm going to set up well, this microphone that's sitting right in front of me. Press record. And it's going to be a good old everyone. Actually, there's one thing I do want to do before the end of the year this year. I want to get yeah. every single do-backer together, including Gordon Moore, including Hall of Heroes, <laughs> and have a roundtable discussion about the future of the company, where we want to take it, and what this company means to us. Absolutely. I think that um, would be amazing and would appeal to all three of our podcast's fans. It is absolutely, absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, to answer your visual guy question, me personally, um, again, this is, this is the episode where I talk of, I don't, I don't think I've mentioned much before, like how you're like super into like the scoundrels and the smuggling and the ships and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm super into the Jedi, the Sith and lightsaber combat. Um, that is my area of nerd expertise. Um, that's why I love like the versus series. Um, if you're in a, if you're into lightsaber stuff or you want to get into lightsaber stuff, check out, uh, Jen Sarai one on YouTube, uh-huh. Antoine Bandelay, Evan Nova 95 and gray Jedi 91. Um, and their like group channel called Finalysis, which is hosted by another YouTuber ready for mm-hmm. they're phenomenal. They do the best star Wars verses in the game bar none. Um, however, my first real deep dive into the seven forms, even though it is my least favorite Star Wars movie, was in the Attack of the Clones Visual Dictionary. Um, it had a chart explaining the seven forms and like the basic marks of contact and all of that stuff. Um, so that was really cool. And I really got into that because it was like this is this is actually how these like really cool swords work and how you're actually supposed to use them. Um, so I felt I, I love the attack of the clones one mostly because of all of the lightsaber combat stuff in there. Um, I also think count Dooku is one of the most underrated characters out there. Mm-hmm. So that also had some Dooku love in there for me to kind of talk about, um, the lost 20 and Dooku's fall from grace. Um, I also really like the revenge of the Sith visual dictionary, um, or visual guide or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's just because you love well, Revenge of the Sith, too. No, yeah, I love Revenge <laughs> of the Sith. Um, but I uh, I actually never got my hands on the Last Jedi one, which is really disappointing. Uh, whenever you come to visit. Well, yeah, well, next time I see you, I'm just going to steal it from you. Fucking do it. I'll um, bring it. <laughs> but uh, no, I remember the Revenge of the Sith one. The one that sticks with me from Revenge of the Sith is whenever they showed what Grievous's brain looks like. Oh, OK. In yeah. that one. And it was like, this is how he works. And it's like, this is the computer. This is basically the computer chip that is like what gives him this Rolodex of lightsaber combat knowledge um, and why he's so deadly. The man's a fucking assassin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's terrifying and it's gruesome. Um, But I I think the Attack of the Clones one is my favorite because that's what kind of got me – into uh, lightsaber combat hardcore. I just bought my computer. I apologize. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but yeah, I think I hope that answered all your your questions, Farm Boy. And we really appreciate you uh, calling in. Uh, and we and we appreciate the Twitter love. The constant Twitter love is absolutely oh appreciated. And feel it's free hysterical. to talk to Jared and I anytime you want. We're here. 
we're here to listen and we're here to talk to you, man. We appreciate your fandom and we appreciate shit. Your yeah, man. Shit. Yeah. Our next email is from Connor Chickty. Bet you didn't think I pronounced your last name right. <coughs> to whom it may concern Sorry. why I am not yet a frequent listener of the Dubak Discussion podcast. I did enjoy the few episodes that I did listen to. I would also like to suggest a discussion topic for the next episode, unless you guys ever discussed it at length in the past. We kind of have, but we, we don't mind going over stuff again for our fans. The suggested topic would be Jedi Fall Order. Any news or rumors about it? Hope streams you have for the game, amongst other components of the game that you like to talk about. Okay, I'm going to go first here, if that's okay with you, Jared. Absolutely. Uh, with Jedi Fallen Order and the timeline that it does allow it, that it does fall into place in uh, the post Revenge of the Sith pre uh, A New Hope, kind of like the Order sixty six uh, cleanup type stuff. Yeah, uh, I think that is a yet to be explored time time frame. It is a gold mine of epic clone versus Jedi confrontation. It is an opportunity to explore Padawans, which this. Uh, this game will follow it, it, a yet announced Padawan learner, uh, <coughs> Caleb Doom. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't want it to be Caleb. I, I, think I, we I, I don't. I don't Caleb think it Doom. will be in order. I think it should be. But continue. I, I I really want it to be Caleb Doom. Just saying, Icon. Uh, I don't know if you watch Rebels, but Kanan Jarrus has a very big place in my heart. Not only because I look like Kanan Jarrus, but for but uh, because <laughs> that helps the the television show Star Wars Rebels is really kind of like uh, it's the first show I really like suit like watched like in syndication. You know, it's the show that I look forward to every week. And the the episode I I don't know if I can even talk about this. It's so fucking hard. The episode where Kanan did uh, did die. I remember sitting there watching it and I just cried and I cried and I cried because I felt so bad for Ezra and I knew that one of my favorite characters is now gone. But when they reincarnated him as the force, the force wolf thing, it just it was incredible. I mean, the way that Dave Filoni tells a story is just okay. With wolves. That, yeah, it's oh, constant wolf. Like we say here, do back. Trust the hat, baby. Always trust the hat, whether he's wearing it or not. You know what I mean. Uh, but other than that, uh, Jedi Former Respawn Entertainment has an excellent track record for some pretty amazing games, including one of my favorites, Titanfall 2. Uh, there's actually a level in that game that is uh, it's a time level. Like you switch back and forth in time in order to complete the level. It's, it's fucking insane. And the design of that is amazing. So with, with that being said... I believe that Jedi Fallen Order will be on par, if not exceed the expectations, what we uh, what we're going to see, because I don't think EA is going to let another turd slip through their fingers, especially after the uh, the launch of Battlefront 2 and the whole crate debacle. So I'm going to hope that they put a little extra TLC into this bitch and we get the game that we not only want, but we deserve, quite frankly. Uh, Jared, take it away. OK, so this is the uh, Jared talking about his fucking obsession with lightsabers episode. Um, I'm super excited for Jedi Fallen Order again, mostly because I want to be a Jedi and I want to swing a lightsaber around. That's a lot of it for me. Um, I am somewhat hesitant of a Force Unleashed clone. Um, I was listening to the Weekly Planet last night, actually, and they were talking about this game, talking about how they want to see a lightsaber that will actually cut through people and not feel like a, a light-up baseball bat, um, which I agree with. Um, I liked the dismemberment in Force Unleashed 2 
Um, but I want them to go all the way and it be like clean cut cuts. Um, and there's no gore because it's a lightsaber. So um, they could probably find a way to make that happen. Why the fuck did Panda Baba bleed? Because his uh, his species, the uh, their blood is uh, a thicker density than normal humanoids. Oh. So the lightsaber wasn't able to cauterize the wound. Is that just how he explained it? Yeah. Okay. I guess if it came from uh, the creator's mouth, then. Yeah. I don't remember. I, Star Wars Explained talked about that. Of course and I don't remember where he got that explanation from. I'm going to probably guess some sort of uh, Wikipedia or. Yeah, something like yeah, that. But yeah, that's why Ponda Bob. That's why he bleeds. Um, that's just because his species, um, their blood's thicker. So it wasn't able to. The more you know. <laughs> do, 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 anyway, um, so as long as there's no uh, Aqualish characters in the game, there's not going to be any gore. Um, so I, I do want to see that. I am very excited for it. Um, this is actually this has been like the first time we had any real news about it. Um, but the only news was that it's not canceled, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah right yeah. <laughs> the only news is that it, which we didn't cover um, the open world Star Wars game got cancelled this week I um, mean if we reported all the disappointment we did we, we'd be sad so <laughs> yeah well I, I just realized we forgot about that um, but yeah that game got cancelled but they said Fallen Order is still alive and well and I am looking forward to it um, I don't want it to be my fear with it is a Force Unleashed clone it's not going to because happen. well, here's the thing. I it's not Lucas Arts. It's not Lucas Arts. I know, but engine. I'm afraid that. But if we're playing as a Padawan, mm-hmm. like it said before, like you're a Padawan who, by the skin of your teeth, survived Order sixty six. What engine did they use to make Titanfall two? Do you think that might be used for Jedi Fallen Order if it's new enough? Probably. I'm gonna look Probably. that up real quick while you talk. Um, Let's see how beautiful it will be. Same. I really want to see like a beautiful Star Wars game with a lightsaber. And stuff. Oh, it used the Source engine, like, um, like uh, Steam uses. Okay, huh? That's interesting. But I don't know because you're playing as a Padawan. I'm afraid that like we're gonna get like obnoxiously powerful Force abilities, uh-huh. and I really hope they're able to strike a balance between like the game being unnecessarily difficult because you're a Padawan to the point where it's no fun to play. And being Galen Merrick Mark III, you know what I mean? Um, which my opinion is on the Force Unleashed is a topic for a different day. Um, but I'm really excited for it nonetheless, and I think it's going to be really good. Um, uh, did I you know that uh, – sorry to interrupt you, but did you know that uh, Respawn Entertainment is was created out of the leftovers of Infinity Ward? Like people that quit Infinity Ward? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, no, Fallen Order sounds like a whole lot of fun, and I am super excited for it. And hopefully it is, uh, hopefully they scale the power in a reasonable way. Um, and hopefully we do not have a Padawan defeating Darth Vader at any point. Yeah, Which is that. my big fear. Which is my big fear, um, is Vader... I like the I've always I always like games where I get the showdown with Darth Vader, but um, oh my god, what if the game 
is Caleb, and it shows you his transition from Caleb Doom into Kane and Jarrus, and the game but ends we saw the that moment in the he meets Hera. We saw that in the Kane and comics. No, Hera wanted the game. I know, but it's not. I don't think they should do it. But he, we rarely uses his lightsaber in those comics. Is my point? It's true because he doesn't want to expose the fact that he is a Jedi. And that's what I'm saying is if this is right after Order 66 and you're fighting for your life and you have to use that lightsaber, that's why I like it. And that's why I don't think it's going to be Kanan yeah. slash Caleb. But yeah. Well, that's our thoughts, Connor. Thank you for uh, yeah for emailing us. And I hopefully that answered all your questions and our little tangents did this. So and hopefully there's more fallen order news in the near future for us to cover for you. Last but not least, Mr. Jeremy. Eric Strathers Ooh. from the Steel Wars podcast. He has his own podcast, too, doesn't he? I think so. What's that called? I'm not sure. Uh, you want to get to a quick search for that. Uh, he emailed us. Uh, these are toy questions. So I'm going to guess they're aimed at me. Jared, interject whenever it's relevant. <laughs> yeah, for uh, real. What's the best toy, regular like Hasbro, not upper tier like Hot Toys, that's been released in the new era of Star Wars? I'm sorry for the pauses, I'm thinking. Uh, I really like my Chewy Vandor, but I haven't got a do-back yet. So, I mean... You know, I'm, I might be a little obligated, but from what I've seen and what I saw at, a, at conventions, it's it's pretty cool, man. Uh, I'd say that is I'd say that's probably one of my favorite toys. Uh, what toy or collectible did they completely miss the mark on? Like Kira figures being her Corelli outfit instead of the outfit she did the, the all the action in. Oh, I completely agree with that. Uh, but I have a Jin Airso figure. Of her on a uh, like a rock thing. It was a Kmart exclusive, I think. And the face sculpt and the face paint is fucking atrocious. Like it just looks completely horrible. And everyone that I've seen on it, it just looks so bad. But uh, what toy have they not made that seems to be, that seems like a no brainer to have? I think the other version of the Praetorian Guard and Six Inch Black series. As far as I know, that is the only version that that's not the other helmet. Um, I'm thinking. I think my favorite figures that have come out. Why recently, did we never get a Captain Raddus? Admiral Raddus. Sorry. Show some goddamn respect. Oh, uh, I guess. Wait. Yeah, Admiral Raddus. The fuck? I'm looking at my Akbar figure. That's what made me. Uh. uh, uh. Are you okay? Disrespect. Oh my god, he's dead anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I would like favorite. a Raditz figure, honestly, but I don't know, Jared. You go, I'll think. No, I, my favorites have been the char- the Legends characters who have gotten figures. Which are? Just, um, I know Jaina Solo got one. I know uh, Revan. Darth Revan got one. I think that's it. Um, yeah, those are the only ones I can think of. I just like seeing those characters brought to life. What if we got a Rook figure? <laughs> to go with my Thrawn? Oh my god, I'd be a happy boy. Use the Maz Kanata size. It'd be perfect. Think about it. Yeah, that would be cool. But he has to be on all fours. If he's not on all fours, don't even fucking do it. If you're listening, Hasbro, make me a rope <laughs> figure and put that bitch on all fours. Uh, that, oh wow. Talk about 
sentences that could be taken out of context. Oh my god. <laughs> what toy don't even bother mom? if you don't put that bitch on all fours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn, DJ. I'm sorry. Was my toxic masculinity showing? Uh, yes, yes. You need to buy a Gillette razor. On I'm. Uh, cool. <laughs> Sarah, can you bring me my Gillette razor? My masculinity showing. Okay. <laughs> shaking her head. Uh, what toy seemed dumb but shocked? How, how cool is it? The Wrath Car with the Balatique set is picked here. My kids love that thing. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm sure you picked that thing up for pennies on the dollar, actually. <laughs> There's a reason that thing is. Uh, I'm not going to agree with you on the Wrath Car thing, uh, mainly because it's three and three quarter scale, and I don't fuck with that. Uh, but... Uh, one that I thought seemed dumb. Biston. <laughs> what? Fucking Biston. Oh, right. Well, I have a bone to pick with Biston. Like, I know that, like, we've all, I've all talked about it. Uh-huh. Like, I obsessively play Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah. I, they, Biston was, like, the first Rogue One character they added to the game. And I was so fucking confused. Did they have Pal on there? Yeah. Oh, I love those two. The space monkey. Yeah, Pow and Biston. Yeah, and like they're if you know what you're doing in Galaxy of Heroes, you you can find a way to use Pow. I just I just turn around (laughs) and and look at my really really like powerful teams. You can throw Pow in there if you like. Um, Thank you, McMull too. Uh, But. I don't. I, just, I have a bone to pick with Biston. I just. I don't know why his just inclusion into everything frustrates the shit out of me. I don't know why, but it does. I don't know if I've ever found a Star Wars toy dumb. I think they're all really cool. Oh, Jar Jar Binks lollipops. Okay, moving on. Uh, oh my the- god! No, 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 no. This one kid, I was talking to him at the toddies. He was in one of the music. I didn't. I've never met this kid before in my life. He was in one of the musicals I wasn't in, and I was talking to him, and he was talking about this fucking Jar Jar Binks lollipop that was his fucking tongue. What? You reminded me of that. I was like, that is the most repugnant, weird shit I have ever heard of in my entire goddamn life. Like, who the hell is trying to suck Jar Jar's tongue? That's some kinky shit. Mm. <laughs> so uh, his last one before we finish up the show is what's your dream toy to have? His is a six-inch six, uh, six scale X-Wing or even a six-inch scale Falcon. I would like a Falcon, but I would like specifically a solo Falcon, mainly so I can put my Vandor Chewie and my Han in there from Solo. Put that bitch up on the hook that's on my ceiling and just let it sit there. <laughs> I mean, dude, I would be one happy boy. And if that bitch lit up on the back end, I don't think I'd be able to contain my excitement. I'd probably scream like a little girl. What would my dream toy be? I don't know. I a Raylo bedroom set. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I... I would like I would like them to do another round of the um, Ralph McQuarrie mm-hmm. series where they did the, the concept art because I have the concept Stormtrooper and the concept Vader. Um, again, like very small action figure collection. Vader green? You. No, it was like the black Vader with like the Comic more angular helmet and the blue green. lightsaber. Um, I also I also like I don't collect much, but I do pick up a couple of the vintage series here and there. Uh huh. 
Um, I, I recently gonna... got myself the Kylo Ren vintage, and I picked up Alexis the Ray vintage. Are you aware um, that they uh, just did a reissue of the original line of Black Series figures, so you can get mm. an IG eighty uh, eight? No, I didn't know that. And, and a Hoth Luke, like really cheap now. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I need to get IG. Like I said, I'm, yeah, I'm not much of a collector, but I really like the uh, vintage stuff. Just because I like that old school pack. Yeah, I'm not much of a collector either. <laughs> I can't even. Okay. Uh, I, I wish you could have seen the confusion on my face when you said that. I was like, bitch, where? <laughs> where is there not something Star Wars in my house? Let's answer that question. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the show, guys. That's that's I mean, I don't know how long it's been since it's just been Jared and I, but God damn, was this a great episode. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, I love good time, it. Good time. Good time. I mean, it really good shows time. the checks and balances dynamic that Jared High have, and our friendship really shined through. I, I, I'd say. Uh, but anything you want to say, Jared? Should we announce uh, the, yeah. thing? the thing? What the thing we're talking about, or should we keep it on the down low? You know, we kind of did a private group about I'm, it earlier this week. Uh, um, Maybe wait a couple months. Yeah, uh, I'll give you guys a hint so you guys can guess. Uh, don't, don't. No, don't. no hints. I don't think we should say anything about it until we know that it is completely in the bag. Okay. Well, there's something big on the horizon for Dubac. Perhaps. So, perhaps. So stay tuned for that. Uh, it will be all over the web if it does happen. Uh, as of right now, it's happening. We will keep you uh, up to date on our unannounced awesomeness. But as a quick reminder, March 8th, I will be at Monster Mania 42. And in April, Jared and I and the rest of the Dubacks will be at Steel City Con. So make sure what to... What was that? Holy Christ. What? Bah! Oh, that was Squad really loud. Uh, and then... I didn't even hear Squad. I heard... I thought you were doing like... Like man's not hot, big shack gun noises. I like, thought they were just like, and the dubek back, like I was like, what the fuck? I thought I was the only one who did gun noises. <laughs> oh, <laughs> scared the hell out of me. But we're not going to announce it yet. But other than that, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Dubak Discussion Podcast. This is your host TJ Bowser, and I'm signing off. And this is your co-host, Jared the Dark Jedi. Um, be sure to check me out on Instagram and Twitter at DarkJedi2552. Check out the Raylo Deep Dive Debate, which is also in the podcast feed directly before this episode. Uh, it's two hours of me debating Raylo with one of my best friends. It was a great time. TJ put in an awesome intro and some cool cover art for that. And uh, be sure to read my reviews of the Age of Republic comics so far. I'm really enjoying all of them. This last issue didn't bring the pain as much as the last four have. Um, that's mostly to do, excuse me, I'm hiccuping now, Hip hiccuping and coughing. Um, this last issue wasn't as cool as the other ones, but it was still really good. So definitely check those out and follow me on all the social medias. And this is the Dark Jedi signing off. I was expecting something like this one.